Welcome to the League Podcast. It's week three. I'm your host, Fullback Thursday, otherwise known as Kevin. Thanks for tuning in. This week on the podcast, we review the standings, recap Thursday night's game, we'll hear from the commissioner on some recent transactions, and we'll preview this week's matchups. If you want to participate in the League Podcast, download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android device, find the League Podcast, or go to anchor.fm slash the league, that's T-H-A, league, the league. All you have to do is favorite the podcast, you'll see a button to send a message, you can record your own voice message, you can just leave some feedback or your own take on what we've said or anything come up in fantasy football, and we might just include it in the next episode of the podcast. So I just want to give you a quick recap of the standings coming out of week two. We have four teams at a perfect 2-0. In first place, the Oracle with 348.91 points. Number two is Balsterdamus with 315. Number three is NU's Finest with 303. Fourth place is me, Trollback Thursday at 297 points. Then we got four teams at 1-1. One one. Fifth place, Hogan Tiros. Sixth place, Tebow's Before Hoes. Seventh place, Executioners. And eighth place is Chili Sucks. Then we got four teams without a win so far. Scott Bean Machines at 0-2 with 268 points, which is pretty dang good for an 0-2 team. We get 10th place, Ball Sun Snow Lives, Hassani with 242 points. 11th place is Goon Squad with 231. And bringing up the end of the pack is Just Win Baby in last place with 202. Thursday Night Football this week saw the Cleveland Browns win for the first time in two years when the Jets came to town. Uh, the first half of this game was absolutely horrendous. The quarterback play by Tyrod Taylor and Sam Darnold were just, just awful. Uh, but eventually, Tyrod Taylor got knocked out of the game with a concussion. Baker Mayfield made his big debut, and the game was actually pretty fun to watch down the stretch. Uh, Cleveland wins 21-17. They covered the spread, uh, and there was Bud Light flowing throughout the city of Cleveland. Uh, the fantasy impact of this game, top scorer coming out of this game was Carlos Hyde with t- a little over 24 points. Uh, he was actually at the hospital all day waiting for uh, his first child to be born. They rushed him to, uh, from the hospital to the game where he scored two touchdowns on Evan's bench. Uh, and then they rushed him right back to the hospital to wait for his kid to be born. Um, the top scorer who was actually in somebody's lineup was Jarvis Landry on T.O.'s Before Hose with uh, 20.3 points. Uh, Isaiah Crowell scored two touchdowns in this game, uh, also on, on a bench. It was on uh, Goon Squad Travis's bench, uh, which will have a big impact on him this week. Uh, more to come in that in the matchup previews. Uh, Quincy Anuma on the Executioners scored a little under 10 points, so a little underwhelming for Quincy. Uh, Cleveland DST and the Jets DST were actually in lineups this week. Uh, Scott Bean Machines got nine points out of Cleveland, while Tebow's Before Hose got four points out of the Jets. A little bit of a disappointment there. Uh, David Njoku scored 5.6 points for the Oracle. Uh, Tyrod Taylor on Craig's bench scored a little over one point before he was knocked out of the game. And Baker Mayfield on my team uh, came in and played the second half and scored a little over five points. No TDs, no INTs. 
but Baker Mayfield being inserted in the Cleveland lineup has a big impact on the Cleveland skill players. I think it instantly elevates the floor of players like David Njoku, Antonio Callaway. Jarvis Landry obviously gets, e- gets to be an even better play. Uh, Carlos Hyde will get more opportunities. And it may even help out Duke Johnson. Uh, so exciting times in Cleveland for anyone that has a piece of the Cleveland offense. We'll see how that, that turns out. Um, the guy that has Baker Mayfield, which is me, uh, I'm excited by him. He's probably not going to be inserted into my lineup unless there's a bye week. Uh, he's going to make some rookie mistakes. Uh, but, you know, looking at him last night, you know, you say a player like Patrick Mahomes has a, has a cannon and he just throws these bombs. What I was seeing out of Baker Mayfield was he was throwing laser beams. He hit Jarvis Landry so hard in the chest he couldn't catch the ball. He almost threw an INT, but the uh, defensive back couldn't hold on to the ball. He threw it so hard. Um, So he was dynamic. He played with a sense of urgency. Uh, It's just really fun to watch where Tyro seemed like he was kind of going through the motions and getting beat up. So uh, we'll see how that turns out. But overall, much more exciting game out of Cleveland and and the Jets than I would have imagined. And that was the Thursday night game this week. So it only took to week three to get our first trades in the league, and to talk about them is our very own commissioner, uh, manager of the executioners, Peter Brousseau. So take it away, Pete. A quick trade review for the trades that have gone down this week. Andy traded away Odell Beckham and Rex Burkhead for Blake Bortles, Larry Fitz, and Julian Edelman. Shout out to Andy for making a move on QB where he sees a need. Uh, he also picks up Larry Fitz and Julian Edelman to stash later. So his 0-2 team gets better now and later. Uh, and that way he doesn't have to start Sam Bradford who has zero points on both starts. I think he might have one point combined in two starts this season. Craig adds another elite wide receiver in Odell Beckham and hopes his Patriot homer life will uh, help him pick fix his RBs with Rex Burkhead. Uh, love the trade for both teams. I do get really worried, though. Uh, when do you really see a guy trade his favorite player in the NFL that he has on his fantasy roster for someone with Blake Bortles involved? Very interesting. What does Andy know that we don't? also want to take a quick minute and review the second trade. Hassani, out of the cloud, makes a deal week two after falling to 0-2. He ships away his third quarterback in Case Keenum uh, to myself for Deion Lewis and Jordy Nelson. Hassani actually declined scooping up Leonard Fournette uh, for Tom Brady. He wanted to get rid of Case Keenum. He's going to go ahead and plug in Deion Lewis each week. Pair him up with Ajayi, maybe James White, depending on the matchup. And with Funches as his wide receiver three, Hassani's about ready to roll the same team out for five or six weeks and get rid of that 0-2 start, get back to 500. I, myself, never have to worry about Marcus Mariota again. We can let him marinate, chill in the IR tent with a bucket hat until he's ready to roll. Thanks, Pete. And now let's take a look at each matchup this week in the league. First up, number one, the Oracle versus number six, Tebow's before Hoes. So these two teams are always high scoring, so it should be a great matchup. Uh, Current projections coming out of Thursday night has the Oracle uh, 144 
over Tebow's before hose at 138 points. Uh, so either way, it's looking like a close, close matchup. Craig uh, made up a lot of ground with Jarvis Landry on Thursday night. Uh, some key players to watch in this matchup. This looks like a blow-up spot for Julio Jones on the Oracle. He's going against New Orleans. Uh, T.Y. Hilton was a little shaky this week, but he's going to play against Philadelphia. Uh, should be interesting to see that T.Y. Hilton and Andrew Luck connection come back on strong. Alvin Kamara going against the Falcons should be a, a great one to watch. Alex Collins has a tough matchup in Denver. Uh, Chris is surprisingly trusting Matt Prater in his lineup. That's supposed to be a high-scoring matchup uh, with Detroit versus New England. He's got the Chicago defense against just the absolutely putrid Cardinals offense. Uh, Patrick Mahomes takes on San Francisco. Uh, He's currently the the number two fantasy quarterback in, in points. Uh, We'll see if he can keep up his amazing streak. Uh, And again, he's got Andrew Luck going against Philadelphia. Craig's got Kirk Cousins and Ryan Fitzpatrick riding that that hot hand uh, for his quarterbacks this week. Fitzpatrick has Pittsburgh at home, and Pittsburgh has just got lit up by Patrick Mahomes. So we'll see if he can keep that up or if he turns back into the pumpkin that Ryan Fitzpatrick always is. Uh, He's got A.J. Green and Odell Beckham. Uh, as his other wide receivers this week. Uh, we'll see if Odell can get anything going uh, with Eli Manning getting constantly knocked on his ass. Uh, A.J. Green had three three touchdowns last week, so we'll see if he can keep it up against, frankly, a soft Carolina defense. Uh, hoping he has a big game this week. Craig's running backs. He's got uh, Lindsey and Burkhead going, so... Uh, Craig's hurting a little bit at, at running back because he's got Le'Veon Bell marinating on his bench until he comes back and decides to play. He's got Gronk, the number one tight end in fantasy. Uh, he should blow up against the Lions this week. And he's got Brandon McManus uh, going up against Baltimore. I think he just doesn't feel like swapping out his kicker. Uh, but McManus is usually good for a few points. Uh, quick look at some alternate options for these guys. I don't see anybody I would plug into anybody's lineups. Uh, Sony Michelle on uh, on the Oracle t- team should have a good week. This, looking for him to blow up this week and really become a, a, a real mainstay in that offense. Uh, also has the option of playing Keelan Cole over Randall Cobb. Uh, that'll be a tough uh, toss-up for Chris this week. I think he sticks with Randall Cobb, which would probably be a, a good decision on his part. Uh, he's waiting on Mark Ingram to come back. James Winston to hopefully get his job job back. Uh, and Duke Johnson's having a, a rough go of it on Chris's bench. Uh, some guys to look out for on Craig's bench. Adrian Peterson uh, against Green Bay. Actually should have a pretty good game. Chris Godwin, we'll see if he scores in a third straight game. Uh, Marlon Mack is out this week. Tyler Lockett goes back to being the number 1A wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, not named Will Disley. And Craig added some insurance at quarterback since Tyrod Taylor probably lost his job this week and Deshaun Kaiser. Um, Not a bad move by Craig since Aaron Rodgers is a little bit gimpy. So I think that's the matchup of the week. Uh, We'll see if uh, Craig can topple the first place team and Chris. Uh, I'm sort of hoping he does, but uh, Craig is a dangerous team and Chris is frankly the, the best franchise we have in the league right now. Matchup number two, Bowstradamus against the, the commissioner, the executioners, uh, Peter. Uh, 
Current projections show Balsterdamas to win by about 10 points. Bals has been a buzzsaw the first two weeks, taking down some tough competition. Uh, we'll see if he can keep it up this week. He has a good team. Uh, he's got Cam Newton and Derek Carr at quarterback. Cam Newton should have a pretty decent week at home. Uh, he's got Tyreek Hill, who's been electric the first two weeks. Uh, Demarius Thomas has a tough matchup in Baltimore. Juju Smith-Schuster has been one of the top wide receivers in fantasy. Uh, I look for him to continue that trend this week in Tampa Bay, uh, who has almost no secondary to speak of. His running backs are Saquon Barkley, who's set to blow up against uh, Houston. He had 14 catches last week, some ungodly number. Uh, you know, They can't run the ball. Their offensive line is depleted, so he's getting a ton of dump-offs from Eli Manning. He's that safety valve. Um, so he is looking to be a, uh, a big PPR guy this year. Marshawn Lynch continues to churn out some pretty decent games for uh, you know, a straight-ahead runner who's in the twilight of his career. He's putting up some decent points. He's got Jimmy Graham hoping to finally uh, find the end zone after having a, a rough first couple weeks of the season. And he's got the Minnesota defense at Buffalo, who is just awful. So Minnesota's looking to blow up again. Uh, currently the number one DST. Uh, Peter's got Jared Goff and Case Keenum, who you heard him trade for this week. He's hoping Keenum has a good day at Baltimore. I don't see it happening. Uh, Jared Goff should be a decent quarterback one for, for Pete this week. He's got Nuck Hopkins and Stephon Diggs still to go as his wide receivers. Uh, Diggs could have a big, big game against Buffalo, but Buffalo is so bad they could just run the ball 30 times and, and beat them. His running backs, he's got Leonard Fournette inserted back in the lineup this week. Uh, he's still listed as questionable. It looks like he's going to go. Uh, the Tennessee defense is actually pretty good against the run, so we'll see if he has any room to run. His other running back is James Conner. Uh, he's riding high until Le'Veon Bell comes back. He's set to have another good game at Tampa Bay. Uh, Trey Burton scored a touchdown last week for Chicago. We'll see if he can do it again against just a terrible, terrible Arizona, Arizona Cardinals team. Uh, he's got a decent kicker in DST and Robbie Gould for the San Francisco 49ers playing against Kansas City in what should be a shootout uh, or just a lopsided, awful victory for Kansas City. Uh, and he's got the LA Rams defense having their probably the toughest test of the season so far going against Phillip Rivers and the Chargers. Uh, they have a lot of weapons. We'll see if uh, the LA DST can, can put a stop to that high-powered offense. Guys to look for in these guys' bench this week. Uh, Kenny Stills. We'll see if he can find some chemistry with Ryan Tannehill. Has not found it so far this year. Uh, Derek Henry going against the Jacksonville defense. I don't think he's going to score anything this week. Uh, Pete's got five quarterbacks on his roster. He's got Marcus Mariota, who's questionable. Uh, Blaine Gabbert looking to probably play again this week in a, just a terrible spot at Jacksonville. He also picked up Chad Kelly to handcuff uh, Case Keenum. Uh, Keenum has been a little dinged up this week, uh, but I think Pete just wants to make sure he has three QBs on his, you know, playable three QBs on his roster. Uh, and he's got Alshon Jeffrey waiting to come back. Uh, he got closer this week, so we'll look to see if he comes back this week, but Pete has a, a pretty good wide receiver coming off the bench pretty soon. As for Bowles' team, his bench is atrocious. Uh, Tariq Cohen has done nothing this year. Kelvin Benjamin's in, a, in the wasteland of Buffalo. Calvin Ridley's the one bright spot. 
Uh, he scored a touchdown last week. They're looking to get him uh, even more acclimated into the offense. We'll see if he can have another good game. Josh Rosen's marinating uh, on the bench for Arizona. He's got to play. Uh, I, I predict he comes in probably by halftime this week, and if not, uh, if not then, he, he starts on week four. Uh, Theoretic has not been as necessary as, as he has been uh, in previous years for the Detroit Lions. I think he'll come around, but I don't think this is the week to do it. And then he's got his, uh, his two QBs handcuffed. So uh, not much on the bench for Bell, so we'll see if his starters can keep up the good work for him. Next matchup, number three, NU's Finest against number eight, Chili Sucks. Uh, current projections have Mike winning by about 17 points, uh, so a little bit lopsided right now. Mike's got Aaron Rodgers and Alex Smith going against each other this week. Uh, Rodgers looks to have a big game. He's got Michael Thomas, who's uh, currently the number one wide receiver in fantasy, having a blow-up year this year. He's also got Adam Thielen and Nelson Aguilar. We're both slot guys. We're having amazing years in PPR. We'll see if they can keep up their big weeks. His wide, re- uh, his running backs are Kenyon Drake, uh, who's having a pretty decent year. Uh, you know, he's on the RB one, RB two borderline. And Chris Thompson also also having a good year. Mike took him late in the draft. And he's looking like a steal. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be right with his broken leg until November, but he's been a contributor since week one. He is. Pretty much the entire Washington Redskins passing game aside from Jordan Reed. So look for Chris Thompson to have another big game. Uh, George Kittle is going to have to have a big game this week if Kansas City, if uh, San Francisco is going to have any chance against Kansas City. Mike's got the newly signed Dan Bailey of the Minnesota Vikings. So we'll see how well he does in his debut for the Vikings. And he's got the Miami defense going against Oakland. Uh, Miami defense is tough this year, but uh, Derek Carr completed 90% of his passes last week. Uh, so we'll see if uh, we get Derek Carr from week two or Derek Carr from week one. Knicks got for quarterbacks this week Matthew Stafford going against New England in what should be a shootout on Sunday night. I'm hoping he has a big game. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky goes in against Arizona. I don't know that he needs to do much for the Bears to win, so uh, I don't think Trubisky's going to have a huge game. Keenan Allen's going up, going up against that tough L.A. Rams secondary. Um, so while an elite player... Might not have the big game that he's been having so far this season. Emmanuel Sanders going against Buffalo. I'm sorry, not Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, in Baltimore, so that might be a little bit of a tougher matchup. Uh, but I think he ends up being Case Keenum's safety valve. Marquise Goodwin is currently in Nick's lineup. Uh, Goodwin is still questionable going into Sunday, so we'll see if he plays. Uh, we'll look to see if there's anything on Nick's bench that he might be able to plug in this week. Uh, Nick's running backs are Ezekiel Elliott, and he plugged in Ito Smith, uh, kind of a sleeper this week, backing up Tevin Coleman, looking to take that typical Tevin Coleman role with 10 touches in the Atlanta offense. Uh, last week, he didn't do too bad. He got um, you know nine touches for 46 yards. We'll look to see if he gets a bigger role this week. Uh, Nick's hoping so because he doesn't like his other options. Uh, Nick's tight end is Austin Safarian Jenkins. Uh, who's a very touchdown-dependent guy, but um, you know, so far it's worked out worked out for him this year. He's got Justin Tucker and the Pittsburgh defense. Pittsburgh, uh, that's going to be a rough game for them going against the red-hot Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so we'll see if Nick holds holds with Pittsburgh this week, or he ends up swapping those guys out. On the benches, Mike's got Joe Mixon out for a few weeks with after some knee surgery. 
Greg Olson out for uh, even more weeks when he refractured that foot that kept him out a lot last year. Uh, Josh Gordon, who was recently traded to the Patriots, he's marinating on Mike's bench. He's taking a wait-and-see wait approach. Uh, Mike's got a great wide receiver sitting on the bench in Will Fuller, who I think is going to have a huge game this week against the New York Giants. Uh, Fuller last week made his debut, had nine targets, eight receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown for 25 fantasy points. Uh, when Fuller's on the field with Deshaun Watson, those two are electric. So look look for Fuller to have a big week and to get some trade offers out to Mike uh, coming out of this week. Sam Darnold had a rough night in Cleveland. Uh, he got some negative points. Corey Clement is the number, looking to be the number one running back for the Philadelphia Eagles this week with, with both Jay Ajayi and Darren Sproles out. Uh, I think it, he's going to have a huge week against a soft indie defense. Uh, Mike's got Will Disley, who's been a sleeper tight end this year. He's had a couple of good games so far. Uh, you know, Anytime you get over 10 points out of a, uh, out of a waiver wire tight end, you're doing well. He's got uh, almost 33 points on the season, which is pretty damn good. He's pretty much the uh, the entire downfield offense for the Seattle Seahawks. And Mike's yeah, sitting on Greg Zerline, so he's got a lot of injuries. Uh, currently, he's got Mixon, Olsen, and Zerline all already uh, downgraded out this week. Um, so huge talent on Mike's team, just a lot of injuries. Nick's got, uh, for running backs on his bench, He's got LaShawn McCoy, uh, who's got some fractured ribs and is looking to play through those against a tough Minnesota defense in Minnesota. I don't blame him for benching him. Uh, his other running back uh, that's not hurt is Kerryon Johnson, the rookie for the Detroit Lions. I think he has a good week this week, um, and he might be someone that Nick look, might look to plug into his lineup. Uh, he's also got, got Devontae Freeman, who's already been ruled out this week and probably won't play again next week. Uh, his backup wide receivers are Cam Meredith and Tyler Boyd. Boyd had a great game last week, um, looking to be a PPR stud. So we'll look, look, look to see if Tyler Boyd cracks Nick's lineup at some point this season. Um, oh, Nick's also got Buck Allen marinating on the bench, the the uh, the king of the fullback dive and the third down back for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. It's been a thorn, thorn in Alex Collins' owner's sides all, all season. Uh, and he's also got... Eli Manning sitting on the bench. So, uh, you know, a little bit of everything for Nick on the bench. Uh, so a couple of sleepers to look up for, Carrion Johnson uh, and Tyler Boyd. Next matchup uh, we'll take a look at is uh, number five, Hogan's Heroes, against number 12, uh, Just Win Baby. Uh, currently, Evan's looking to, to, uh, to beat Andy by about 12 points, according to Yahoo!, Evans got Dak Prescott and Drew Brees. Uh, Dak Prescott does not have uh, the difficult matchup this looked like coming into the season at Seattle. Um, Dak has been pretty conservative this year. Uh, doesn't have much in the way of receivers, but he's got, uh, you know, obviously got Ezekiel Elliott, so that's a, a great uh, safety valve and a great running game to, to lean on. Uh, Drew Brees is probably going to be in a shootout against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. He's got Devontae Adams, who's been consistently great all season, even though he's been a little dinged up. Amari Cooper had a blow-up week last week, scoring 21 fantasy points. Uh, caught all 10 of his targets, which is very un-Amari Cooper-like for 116 yards, looking to be the focal point of that uh, Raiders offense. Look to see if he has another big week at Miami. Uh, 
And he's also got Michael Crabtree plugged in the lineup this week versus Denver. Um, pretty decent Denver secondary, but not as scary as they used to be. So Crabtree could have a decent game. His running backs are Todd Gurley and Lamar Miller. Uh, we talked about earlier he, he had Carlos Hyde in the bench, so we'll, we'll hope that uh, Lamar Miller has uh, as big a game for Evan as Carlos Hyde did. Uh, he's got Evan Engram at tight end. Uh, rough week one, but a decent week two with a touchdown. Uh, seven for seven with 67 yards and a touchdown. Uh, we'll see if Evan Engram can keep that up against the Houston defense. Uh, he's got Steven Goskowski as his kicker and the Dallas defense against what's been a terrible Seattle front. Um, we'll see if Dallas can maintain their, their good secondary, and we'll see if they can, they can get a pass rush against Russell Wilson. Uh, for Just Win Baby, who made a trade this week, he's got QBs of Jimmy Garoppolo and Blake Bortles. Bortles had a great week last week. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to score a ton of points to keep up with Kansas City, so we'll see if he can, uh, see if he can do the job. He's got Brandon Cooks plugged in at wide receiver one. He's uh, one of the leading uh, receivers this year in yardage. Uh, he had 159 yards last week. They love him in L.A., uh, so we'll see if they, they can keep him involved. The uh, newly acquired Larry Fitz, who's been questionable all week, he's plugged in the lineup against a tough Chicago team. Um, we'll see if Larry Fitz can get off the schneid. I think he's begging for Josh Rosen to get put in the game, give them an opportunity to win. Uh Robbie Anderson did nothing and fumbled uh, on Thursday night, so he only scored two points, so a bit of a hole for Andy. Uh, his running backs are Kareem Hunt and Tevin Coleman, uh, both upside plays this week uh, in good matchups. He's got Travis Kelsey, who had a huge game last week for Kansas City. Uh, Ten targets, seven receptions, 109 uh, receiving yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, great game for Kelsey last week. Uh, Jake Elliott is his kicker, and he's got the Jacksonville DST against Tennessee and Blaine Gabbert. Uh, so look for a big week out of the Jacksonville D. Guys to look out for on the benches. Um, obviously, Carlos Hyde had a good week already for Evan. Um, he's got Josh Allen, who's going to get just absolutely shellacked in Minnesota. Gio Bernard filling in for uh, Joe Mixon. Anytime Gio has had over 20 touches in the last two seasons, he's had um, double-digit fantasy points. Um, so look for a big week out of Geo. Um, I think he could probably even be plugged in over Lamar Miller, but that's Evan's choice. He's got uh, John Brown, who looks like the better of the two receivers in uh, in Baltimore. He scored in both weeks so far, um, doing well, uh, sitting on sitting on Evan's bench. He's also got Eric Ebron, uh, who is looking to have a huge week this week with Jack Doyle already ruled out on Friday. Um, so we'll we'll see how Ebron does against tight end uh, does against uh, Philadelphia, who's typically good against tight ends, but he's going to get a lot more targets with with Doyle out. He's also got Mike Williams in a tough spot in L.A. against the Rams. Sterling Shepard uh, goes up against a goes up against Houston, and that is it for Evan. Uh, on the Andy side of the bench, he's got uh, Taylor Gabriel, Chris Carson, Sam Bradford, Austin Eckler. Julian Edelman and Antonio Callaway to go along with uh, Josh McCown uh, as a flyer QB uh, four on his roster. Um, obviously, Edelman's still suspended. Eckler looks to be the uh, the high upside guy here. Um, you know, he's been sort of the third down change of pace back for Melvin Gordon, who has left both games 
uh, that he's played in with uh, minor injuries, but he's come back uh, in both games. Taylor Gabriel could have a decent week at, at Arizona. Uh, that's if uh, if they throw it to anybody else besides Allen Robinson in Chicago, which has just not happened. Trubisky's been pretty much a one-read guy. So unless they drop a play for Taylor Gabriel, uh, which they have done with some sweeps, um, we'll, we'll have to take a wait-and-see approach on Taylor Gabriel. Sam Bradford's sitting there. Uh, I hope he gets benched. He is really handicapping that Arizona offense. He's just not handled the pressure well of having a really poor uh, offensive line, which is surprising because he did so well in Minnesota two years ago with that same situation. Uh, but he's just looked just awful uh, and needs to be benched right away. Uh, Antonio Callaway should have better weeks ahead uh, with Baker Mayfield inserted in the lineup. And last matchup is my team, Trollback Thursday, going against Ball Sun Snow Lives, Hassani's team. Uh, Hassani's got to make some some uh, roster adjustments this week. Uh, he's still got Jay Jai plugged in, who has been ruled out for the game. Uh, but currently looking to, uh, by the projections from Yahoo, beat him 147 to 103. Uh, I think that changes once he plugs in a, a running back. Uh, looking at Hassani's teams, he's got uh, Tom Brady, who's going to be in a what should be a shootout against Detroit on Sunday night. Uh, Deshaun Watson going against uh, the New York Giants got Brandon Marshall, Chris Hogan, and Derek. Fun- uh, sorry, Devin Funches uh, as his wide receivers. Uh, all of those guys are uh, could have good games, but have not really produced all that much thus far. Chris Hogan had did have two touchdowns last week, but is only on three targets. Um, he's currently got Jay Jai plugged in uh, to go along with James White. He also has uh, Dion Lewis, who we traded for this week, and he traded away his QB three in Case Keenum. Um, so we'll see if uh, Deion Lewis can do much against the tough Jacksonville Jaguars defense. You got Kyle Rudolph plugged in, who should have a good matchup against Buffalo. Adam Vinatieri and Denver uh, is his defense. In my lineup this week, I got Matt Ryan and Andy Dalton. Uh, Matt Ryan should have a decent matchup against New Orleans at home. Uh, I don't think he scores two rushing touchdowns this week, um, but I do think two or three touchdowns is, uh, is something that I could see. Andy Dalton's going against Carolina in Carolina in what could be a, a tough weather game, so we'll see how that works out. Um, I think Geo gets more work on the ground than he's probably used to. Uh, he's also got the rookie Mark Walton on the bench and uh, you know a couple of uh, scrubs coming off the bench at, at running back, so we'll see if they're able to turn out a running game or if this ends up being truly just a, a, a complete passing game for, for Cincinnati. For wide receivers, I'm rolling out Mike Evans, Allen Robinson and insert in my lineup Kenny Galladay. I think Galladay has a decent game. Uh, you know they call him Babytron in in Detroit. I think he's uh, gonna have a decent game. I think his upside is capped a little bit by the other talent around him in Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, who I think also have decent games against New England. Uh, Allen Robinson has been the primary read for uh, for Chicago. He's going against Arizona, depending on what side of the field he's uh, playing on. He's gonna go against Patrick Peterson. Peterson hasn't been shadowing guys like he has in, pre- in decent uh, previous years, so we'll see if he gets uh, if they move Allen Robinson around to avoid him. Uh, he could have a decent game in, on targets alone. I think he'll end up having a good game. He got 14 targets last week, um, so we'll see if that that maintains. Dennis Johnson, Dennis Johnson, my God, that's terrible. David Johnson uh, looks to get off the schneid this week. Uh, 
going against the tough Chicago Bears. They're saying they're going to plug him in, you know, in at the slot, move him around, look to get him in space. Uh, it's a wait and see for me. I think he has an okay week. I don't, I don't think he's the number one running back that I tried to draft. Um, but I think this week starts to turn it around. Also got Christian McCaffrey, who's been uh, just unbelievable so far this season. Um, not the workhorse and carries that we thought he'd be, but you know, getting some crazy receptions. Um, so last week he caught 14 of 15 targets for 102 yards. Uh, no touchdowns, uh, but McCaffrey's getting a ton, ton of work. Um, a lot of dump-offs from Cam Newton. Norv Turner's looking to use him as a weapon all over the field. So I think McCaffrey continues to have a good game this week. Rolling out Zach Ertz against Indy. He's got Carson Wentz back this week. Um, so we'll see if that if their connection from last year comes back. Ertz had a great game last week, uh, catching 11 of 13 targets for 94 yards. Again, no touchdowns so far in the season um, and, and still having a good year. So uh, any touchdown touchdowns that come around, just give them even more upside. Harrison Butker, uh, Kansas City Chiefs kicker, and rolling out the Philadelphia defense, who I picked up off the waiver wire for full free. Um, so we'll see if they have a good game against Andrew Luck and the Colts. Uh, looking at the benches, guys, look out for this week. Um, you know, you got Deion Lewis sitting on the bench. He's got to get plugged into a lineup. Uh, ben Watson could have a decent game. Uh, a few years ago, when Ben was on. On the Saints, uh, previously he scored uh, scored a touchdown in each game and also over 100 yards. Um, so if he has even one of those two scenarios, he'll have a good game. Um, he's got Robert Woods on the bench. Uh, I think he's someone you could probably insert into a lineup. Um, I think Marshall, Hogan, and Funchess and Woods are all in the same caliber. Um, so I think it's a coin toss as far as who Asani puts in and with Sonny, you just never know. I think this is the most normal-looking lineup I've seen this this early in a week for uh, for Hassani in a few years. So I don't know if he's just getting lazy on me and not trying to mess with my head as far as who's going to play, or if he's just taking a more straightforward approach this week. Hassani's also got Jordy Nelson, who he acquired from Pete this week in the trade uh, for Case Keenum. He's going to marinate on the bench. He's also got Philip Dorsett, who's the leading receiver for the New England Patriots this year. Uh, we'll see if that that maintains. Uh, it's also got uh, Rashad Penny. Darren Sproles has been ruled out. Uh, on my bench, I got Cooper Cup. Jamal Williams looking to uh, rebound. Now he's got Aaron Jones uh, nipping at his heels. He's going against Washington, uh, who is probably the easiest matchup he's had so far. He's had to go against Chicago and Minnesota, who both have had good run defenses. Um, so we'll see if Jamal Williams can get off the schneid. Uh, Pierre Garçon looking in a blow-up spot, especially if Marquise Goodwin doesn't play against Kansas City. Uh, DJ Moore uh, scored a, you know, caught his lone, t- caught one of his two targets for uh, 51 yards and a touchdown. His run looked electric. Um, they're looking to get him more involved in the offense with Greg Olson out. Uh, Latavius Murray is sitting on my bench with Dalvin Cook out. Uh, we'll see if he's still on my roster when Sunday comes around. Um, He's looking to have a huge week against Buffalo because they're just going to want to grind that game out. Uh, also got Alf Morris, uh, who could have a decent matchup at Kansas City. And that is it. So uh, one more matchup. Uh, the battle of 
uh, zero win teams, which is surprising based on the success these two teams have had in the last few seasons in the league. We got Travis at 0-2 going against Ryan, Scott Bean Machine at 0-2. Right now, it looks like a close matchup, only a few points uh, in their projections uh, really between them. Uh, looking at Ryan's team, he's got Russell Wilson, who's had a rough, uh, rough early season, which is pretty typical for Russell Wilson. He's going against Dallas. Uh, Philip Rivers going against the Rams. Got Golden Tate, Sammy Watkins, and Geronimo Allison. So a bit of a rough receiving core this week. Uh, Golden Tate looking to have a blow-up matchup against New England. Uh, Sammy Watkins had a pretty good game last week. Um, had 100 yards on six, tar- on six catches. So we'll see if uh, he can have a decent matchup. Week one, he did nothing. So uh, we'd have a boom or bust for Sammy. And Geronimo Allison's been pretty consistent. He's got about five or six catches a game in the 60 to 70 yard range. Um, real upside for him is if he managed to get into the end zone for, for Green Bay. Um, a lot of competition for targets there in Green Bay. So um, nothing guaranteed there, but he's had a pretty decent floor the, the first two weeks. Uh, great running backs, Melvin Gordon, who's had a great season so far, uh, scored 27 and 30 points. Um, so Melvin Gordon off to a hot start. So also got Jordan Howard has been more of a three down back this season. Uh, didn't have to do much in the win last week, uh, but in the first week he uh, had 82 rushing yards, caught a few passes, which was nice to see. Uh, and they're talking out of Chicago that they need to get him even more involved in the offense. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what that amounts to this week uh, against Arizona. Uh, Ryan had to scoop up uh, Jesse James off the waiver wire on Friday uh, with Jack Doyle being ruled out. He's got Matt Bryant from Atlanta as his kicker, and he already got nine points out of the Cleveland DST. Travis this week's got Ben Roethlisberger and the return of Carson Wentz as his quarterbacks. Uh, Ben uh, is looking to have a big week this week in what should be a shootout against Tampa Bay, but it is on the road, so we'll see if road Ben rears his ugly head. Again, we'll see how how much they let Carson Wentz let let it fly this week against Indy. Got Antonio Brown in a blow-up spot against Tampa Bay. Marvin Jones and what should be a good matchup for him against New England. And Corey Davis in an absolutely brutal spot against the Jacksonville Jaguars. His running backs, he's got Matt Breida, uh, who has looked real good so far this season. Had 138 rushing yards. He's uh, you know one of the top backs in yardage so far this season. Um you know, he's had to plug in Frank Gore so far, uh, his only uh, available running back on his roster. Um, he is not good. Uh, <laughs> he's had, uh, you know, five and six points so far this season, so we'll look to see if Travis makes a move before Sunday. Uh, here, Latavius Murray is available. Uh, he's also got Jordan Reed, which should be a good matchup for him against Green Bay. Uh, Jordan Reed looks healthy. He looks good, uh, but... The Washington offense has been bad, so we'll see if uh, we'll see if they can get turned around, and we'll see if we can keep him healthy. He's got Will Lutz, uh, the kicker for New Orleans, and uh, Houston's looking to feast on on the corpse of Eli Manning. Um, so it should be a good matchup for them. Guys, to look for on the benches this week. Uh, Jamison Crowder's had a rough season for the uh, Washington Redskins. Devontae Parker looks to make his debut this week, uh, coming off a hand injury. Uh, Royce Freeman has been relegated to the, the goal line back in Denver. Um, so we'll see if he can get some more touches and get him back to more of a, a playable status. Ryan Tannehill's had a, a decent season. 
Um, you know, he's been a, a very serviceable quarterback, um, someone that probably could be plugged into lineups. He's got some good matchups coming up. Uh, he's had 13 and 15 points on the season. Um, seemed to get some good chemistry with his new receivers. Uh, he's got Jakeem Grant and Albert Wilson who have played well. Hasn't really connected with Kenny Stills, um, and they're not really hurting uh, with Jarvis Lander being gone, which is surprising. Um, Dolphins off to a 2-0 start, although they had a bit of a soft schedule against Tennessee and the Jets. Um, they got Oakland, and then the real test will be uh, New England coming in week four. Uh, the return of Aaron Jones this week for Green Bay, so we'll see how much a role he has. Uh, Mike McCarthy said he's coming in as the third, uh, the third guy in the pecking order behind Jamal Williams and Ty Montgomery. Um, they're worried about his reliability, both in ability to stay on the field uh, for health, not get suspended again, um, and he needs to improve in, pa- in pass protection since Aaron Rodgers is already already dinged up this year. Uh, Bilal Powell had a decent game, um, not really a, a startable game this this week. Um, he looked good running the ball against Cleveland, so we'll see if he can he can get some more work in coming weeks. Uh, and Doug Baldwin and Jack Doyle have already been ruled out this week. For Travis, he's got Dalvin Cook, who's been ruled out with a hamstring injury. Joe Flacco going against Denver. Isaiah Crowell had two touchdowns. Uh, not a lot of yardage, but was able to fall into the end zone a couple times and wiped his ass with the football because uh, he was pissed off at Cleveland that they let him go. Uh, so that was hilarious. Uh, Nick Foles gets relegated to backup status. Uh, Alan Hearns has done absolutely nothing in Dallas this year. Uh, he's a cut candidate. The really intriguing guy for Travis is Deshaun Jackson, uh, who is one of the top backs and uh, top receivers in fantasy right now. Uh, he's had 31 and 22 points, currently sitting on the bench. Um, kind of surprised to see him not in the lineup over Corey Davis, who's got Jacksonville this week. So we'll see if that gets changed, but. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, I, as long as Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing, I think he's a startable wide receiver. He's also sitting on a, a second defense, uh, which is surprising, but uh, the Green Bay defense is sitting on his bench. He might be uh, saving him for the spot against Buffalo next week, uh, which actually isn't that bad of a move. Um, and that is it for, for the benches for those teams. Um, so that is the... Uh, the matchups, so uh, give you my predictions. Uh, I think we see uh, Tebow's before Hose take down the Oracle uh, to end his undefeated bid so far this season. Uh, I think you see Bowser Domus continue his winning ways against the Executioners. I think Scott Bean Machines beats Goon Squad. I think Hogan's Heroes beats Just Win Baby. Sorry, Andy, you're going to 0-3. Uh, I think you see NU's Finest continue to roll on uh, over Chili Sucks. And I'm going to predict that I will beat Hassani's team. I really hope that comes true. And I hope I'm not Hassani jinxing myself. Uh, so I think you see some changes in the standings next week. Uh, but overall, uh, the good teams stay good. The bad teams stay bad. And that's it for this week's previews. And that is it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. I am your host, Pullback Thursday. See you next time on the Leaf Podcast.